This podcast of Central Indiana Today is brought to you by Figment 2 McDonald's. Stop by any of their stores in Avon, Brownsburg, Danville, Speedway, and 10th Street, next to Ben Davis High School, for great specials, including the two for two fifty and two for $5. They also have all-day breakfast items, which now include biscuits and McGriddles. And coming soon to the Danville location, Wednesdays will be family night. Figment 2 McDonald's is a proud supporter of Central Indiana Today and WYRZ 98.9. Hello, this is Kevin Kersey of the Kevin Kersey Agency. The Kevin Kersey Insurance Agency, a member of the Farmers Insurance Group, can help you with your home, life, auto, or business needs. We are located at 701 North Green Street in Brownsburg, and our phone number is 317-286-3481. We can also be found on Facebook at the Kevin Kersey Agency or at our website, www.farmersagent.com forward slash kkersey. Hey, Hendricks County, this is radio and TV commentator Abdul Hakim Shabazz, the editor and publisher of IndiePolitics.org. It's a place where smart Hoosiers get their news. Although the state house is just a few miles away, we know sometimes it can seem like a million miles. But you know what? When it comes to issues like road funding, schools, putting more Hoosiers to work, and fighting the drug epidemic, those issues hit close to home. That's why we want you to bookmark IndiePolitics.org. At IndiePolitics.org, we bring you in-depth comprehensive coverage of the big issues facing Indiana. And we also bring you Indiana's newsmakers in their entirety. And here's what's even better. It doesn't cost you a thing. So pay us a visit. IndiePolitics.org. It's where smart Hoosiers get their news. The Kevin Kersey Agency presents Central Indiana Today on 98.9 WYRZ. Today's program is made possible by the Kevin Kersey Agency, 701 North Green Street in Brownsburg. And now here's your host, Rob Kendall. Welcome into another edition of Central Indiana Today. I'm Rob Kendall. Thanks for joining us on the program today. Well, it is Christmas Eve in the state of Indiana. <laughs> Just a few minutes. High school basketball sectional action across the state will be kicking off. And, of course, we're going to have two great games for you tonight on WYRZ 98.9. We'll have Brownsburg and Terre Haute North at Avon and Terre Haute South. But before that, we're going to break down all of our Hendricks County boys basketball teams. And here with me to do it today is my friend and broadcast partner, Lex Zorn. Lex, how's it going? Oh, it's going great. You know, Rob, uh, as a lifelong Hoosier, I know that the two months that matter most here in Indiana are May and March. And this year we're actually getting a head start on March because it's uh, the last day of February, and yet we're already starting our uh, statewide version of March Madness. Yeah, and it's going to be an interesting year for high school basketball because in the Hendricks County sectionals because all the teams are pretty darn good. Yeah, that's right. I mean, um, Avon 11-11 and 11 was still their best record in five years. And then the other teams, you know, Plainfields clinched their first winning season in eight years. Cascade, their first in five years. Uh, Brownsburg is you know, co- coming off their down year. They, they were 5-18 and 18 last year. They're, I believe, 16-5 and five this year. And, you know, Danville's good. Tri-West is great. You know, top 10 team there in the class, in their class. And Bethesda Christian, the, you know, local school that gets overlooked the most, they're a top 10 team in in their class as well. All right, let's start with our games. You'll be hearing in just a little bit here on 98.9 WYRZ. This should be a great first game as the Brownsburg Bulldogs record of 15 and 6 will take on Terre Haute North with a record of 15 and 8. Yeah, and this really is an incredibly, incredibly competitive uh, sectional, the Plainfield sectional, that is. Um, is it really, it, there are six teams in it, and five of them really have a, a fairly equal chance to win it. Now, Mooresville down at 5-16 and 16 
though they, they do have the benefit of the bye, it, it's hard to imagine any reasonable scenario by which they win the tournament. You know, unless like maybe there's some, you know, a hurricane or a flood that, you know, somehow and uh, you know, doesn't, you know, affect them. But, you know, um, yeah, Brownsburg and Terre Haute North looks like it's a really even matchup tomorrow night. So if you're looking at maybe how this might match up, Browns or uh, Terre Haute North and Avon played earlier this year. Terre Haute North victorious. Of course, Brownsburg and Avon went at it in a game we did on the radio station. That was a razor-thin game. Yeah. So if you're looking for a, a matchup, you, you know, you don't know because obviously mutual mutual opponents are hard to come by and hard to judge, but uh, maybe you should look favorable for the Bulldogs. Yeah, it does. Certainly, they had a great season. They're fifteen and six in the regular season uh, after going five and eighteen last year. You know, in the uh, you know they were rebuilding after losing KJ Walton, who of course went on to Missouri. And this year, really, um, they're they're having as good a season as they're having. They should be better next year. Um, you know, because all all the great you know sophomores and juniors that they have. Now, uh, they do have one major contributing senior in 6'4", Landon Hall, who's averaging uh, 15.1 points and 5.2 rebounds a game, which is second on the team in both categories. But six-foot sophomore point guard Corey Alford has had a breakthrough year with 17.3 points and 3.3 assists a game, um, leading the team in in both categories. And also 6'4", sophomore um, Reese Thomas also contributing, you know, very well with 7.6 points a game third on the team in scoring so really you know you give those two guys uh Alford and Thomas a couple more years to grow together especially if the 6-4 Thomas grows a few more inches they're going to be a really strong team so you know um hopefully they'll be able to you know pull it out tomorrow night uh, against uh, Terre Haute North and then you know obviously that would set up a very big match with Plainfield well we mentioned Plainfield they are a mutual opponent with Brownsburg Terre Haute North fell to Plainfield in overtime by two points Brownsburg with a big win of 18 points so at least on paper anecdotal evidence what it is even though the records are pretty close Brownsburg matches up pretty well on paper and it's interesting I remember years and years ago when Brownsburg had those great teams in the mid to early 90s uh, they used to play Terre Haute and and uh, I remember going to Terre Haute with my dad to watch. Those were some good games that Brownsburg had. I can't remember if it was Terre Haute North or South, but but there is a history of these Terre Haute and Brownsburg getting uh, getting together over the years, so it'll be nice to see that. Game two, as you mentioned, Lack, that'll be the second game immediately following Brownsburg that you'll be able to hear on WIRZ. It'll feature Avon uh, taking on Terre Haute South, and Avon a record a little deceiving, 11-11, and but, man, they've won five in a row. Yeah, that's right. You know, I remember when we commentated a few of their games earlier in the season, we mentioned how they were losing a lot of close ones. They started off 6-11, and 11, but um, seven of those 11 losses were by single digits. And, we, in fact, we commentated a few of those where they came out on the short end. And a couple of them, they just lost in the final seconds. But, like you said, they've won five in a row. Um, if they win one more game, they will break a streak of four consecutive losing seasons. And, you know, they... You know, Jason Young is in his 13th year as the head coach at Avon. He's had a lot of success there. In fact, at one point, he had six winning seasons in a seven-season stretch, but it's just been in the recent years that the Orioles have really been taking a lot of lumps. But, you know, they they do have a senior-dominated team led by point guard Aaron Short as well as a center Gavin Collier um, and also um, guard Evan Loudon. So 
Uh, certainly, if they can pull off that game tomorrow night uh, against Terre Haute South, then they should have an almost guaranteed win against Mooresville on Friday. Mooresville really the only team that doesn't have much chance to win this sectional. Yeah, real quick, not to cut you off there, but there are yeah. a bunch of mutual opponents here. Obviously, Avon and Terre Haute South uh, played earlier this year. They've already met. It was in that Avon uh, – Avon. Uh, I'm sorry, it was on the 10th of uh, – the 10th of December, Avon winning 69 to 60. I'm sorry, Tarot South winning 69-68 over uh, Avon. Then yeah. they, they also played Plainfield uh, earlier this year as well. They lost that game on the 16th of December, 75-74. And they also played the Brownsburg Bulldogs uh, on the 28th of December. Uh, January and that was a 75-76 loss. So they've played Terre Haute South at least has played three of the teams or four of the teams in Terre Haute North obviously in the sectional as well. So uh, again at least in these first two games kind of ones you can really feel that could go either way and both of them. Yeah th that's right and but you know one big difference is that whoever wins the Terre Haute North Brownsburg game is going to have a, a real challenge with Plainfield in the semifinal on Friday whereas whoever wins the um, Terre Haute South Avon game, almost guaranteed to go all the way to the uh, sectional championship. And Mooresville being only 5-16 and 16 this year, um, by far the the worst record of any team of the sectional. Yeah, and, and here's the way Plainfield, or Plainfield, Avon closed. Um, they lost in overtime to a very good Zionsville team on the 2nd of uh, of February, and then lost a game we called here on the radio station to a good Ben Davis team, 66-60, yeah. game they could have won. Yeah, oh yeah. And, and at that point, they were really, they were 6-11 and 11 and looking pretty rough, but those two games they could have won. And then they uh, win at Danville, which was a huge shocker, given Danville's uh, success, and then wins at no against Noblesville at Greenfield Central against Martinsville. So all big wins to wrap up the uh, the regular season. Perry Meridian, Danville, Noblesville, Greenfield Central, and Martinsville. So Avon comes in riding high in a game that they've already uh, played in a team that they know. And again, of course, as Lex said, the winner of the Brownsburg-Tarot North game will get Plainfield at 6 o'clock on Friday night. We'll have that game for you, followed immediately by the winner of Avon and Terre Haute South. will take on Mooresville. So that is a very uh, exciting first uh, half of the draw and it should be a great tournament we'll bring you all those games here on 98.9 WYRZ we're gonna take a quick break when we come back we'll talk about the rest of Hendricks County you've got Danville out there you've got a great Tri-West team you got Cascade Bethesda as well uh, and plus we'll talk about Plainfield too they're going to be on that uh, in that in that sectional with Avon and Brownsburg too uh, and they'll get the winner of the Brownsburg Tarot North game you're listening to Central Indiana today Hi, this is Billy Joe with Three Dimensions Salon, inviting you to come see us at 729 North Green Street, Suite D in Brownsburg. At Three Dimensions, we believe life isn't about finding yourself, it's about creating yourself. Three Dimensions has an awesome array of services, including designer cuts, highlights, and color blending. We are now taking appointments. Find out for yourself the difference we can make by calling 317-852-5577. Get more information about Three Dimensions Salon by liking our Facebook page. This is Amanda Johnson with Wiley's Brownsburg. Wiley's is a locally owned ice cream shop located at 1022 East Main Street in Brownsburg. We offer delicious ice cream cones, sundaes, shakes, malts, and bubble tea. Wiley's is open Sunday through Thursday, 1230 to 9 Friday and Saturday, 12 to 9.30. More information about our flavors and specialty Sundays can be found on our Facebook page or Instagram account by searching Wiley's Brownsburg. 
Wiley's is a proud supporter of Central Indiana Today. Go Bulldogs! This is Jody Harley with Brownsburg Academy. Brownsburg Academy provides child care for families with classes focusing on child development. Brownsburg Academy provides daily activity reports, progress reports, and monthly newsletters to parents. Our hours of operations are 6 a.m. to 6.30 p.m. Brownsburg Academy is located at 685 Patrick Place. More information can be found at brownsburgacademy.com or by calling 317-858-8033. This is Dave Thomas for TNT Tax. TNT Tax is a local small business that performs tax preparation for personal and sole proprietor businesses as well as LLCs. My wife and I have been preparing taxes together in our family-owned business for 25 years. TNT Tax is located at 5389 Rockville Road, Suite 900 in Indianapolis. Our phone number is 317-244-7900. Indiana Family Dentistry is located at 505 North Green Street in Brownsburg. Dr. Will Hine practices general and cosmetic dentistry with services ranging from veneers and whitening to implants and complete smile restorations. Indiana Family Dentistry's phone number is 852-5999 and website is infamilydentistry.com. Indiana Family Dentistry is a proud supporter of Hendricks County and Community Radio. You're listening to Central Indiana Today. I'm Rob Kendall along with Lex Zorn. It is our high school basketball boys sectional preview. And again, the game's starting here in just a little bit uh, tonight, 98.9 WYRZ. We'll have two of them for you. Brownsburg Terre Haute North at 6, immediately followed by Avon Terre Haute South at uh, 7, between 7.30 and 8 is the anticipated tip-off. Like one other team in that sectional, and they'll get the winner, as we mentioned, of Brownsburg and Terre Haute North, is Plainfield, and they come in with a record of 14-9. and nine. They drew the bye in uh, in round one, but I'll tell you what, 14-9 and nine on paper, not that great, but I'll tell you what, from where Plainfield came from, a huge rebound year for Andy Weaver. Yeah, certainly, you know, it's been a breakthrough year for the Quakers, coming off seven consecutive losing seasons, including the first four seasons of the Weaver era. You know, when Andy Weaver took over the program five years ago, the Quakers were coming off a 1-20 and season. Then, you know, they started off under Weaver. They had a couple of 5-16 and seasons, followed by a couple of 6-17 and seasons. But this year, it all came together mainly because of two guys, two juniors, who just exploded onto the scene and became two of the most improved um, players in the state. You know, uh, last year, center uh, Gavin Bezo, 3.8 points and 3.1 rebounds. This year... 15.9 points and eight rebounds um at 6'10 190 he still needs to add probably about 25 pounds of muscle but his uh he, he's improved extraordinarily and then also 6'1 junior guard Trey Davis last season 3.6 points a game this season 13.8 points a game and you know uh, also that should be noted that Plainfield really has done a lot of great three-point shooting this year they've hit 171 three-pointers overall 42 percent um and remember 42 hitting 42 percent of your threes is the same as hitting 63 percent of your twos so it's, it's it's excellent excellent percentage and we have um four guys on the team who have at least 19 three-pointers made all shooting at least 41 percent in fact you know uh, amazingly tyler west 36 of 65 that's 55 percent i mean that's like you know 55 percent of your threes that's like 84 percent of your twos so you know, Plainfield is a sharp shooting bunch. They're still not as strong as they should be on the inside for having a 6'10 center. 
they don't rebound quite as well as they should. I think you know they, I think that'll improve it. You know if um if they put some weight on Bizzo, but certainly they're going to have uh, it would be a very competitive matchup. You know with um, either Brownsburg or Terre Haute North, and if they um and certainly getting that first round by will you know will help a lot. So that if if they do get to the championship game on Saturday, then they're going to be uh, probably playing against an Avon or Terre Haute. Let's move team on. That will that'll be playing its third game in five days. Let's move on to Class Three A, the Danville Warriors, a team that probably a lot of people would look at and say, while the record is good, sixteen and eight, probably feels like they have underperformed a little bit to this point. A team uh, certainly that a lot of people thought uh, would be amongst the top of, of uh, uh, state ranked teams in Class Three A, a bevy of weapons, a whole lot of size. They are sixteen and eight, as we said. They will play Park Tudor in round one and. Uh, the big thing for for Danville, Lack, when you look at their uh, – and that tip-off, by the way, is at 7 o'clock at Danville tonight, or, yeah, the 28th. Mm-hmm. Uh, three, two three-game losing streaks during the regular season really uh, put them on their heels for a while. They started off very strong, but those two three-game losing streaks account for six of their eight losses. So consistency has been an issue for the Warriors. Yeah, it, it has, you know, and they, they, they actually started off – Red hot. They started off nine and zero. I believe they were ranked as high as number five. When I think they were ranked number five in the state in their class one when they played Tri West in the Hendricks County Basketball Tournament, the game we called in in early January, one of the marquee games there of that tournament. But yeah, they started off nine and zero, but since then they've gone seven and eight. Um, and nevertheless, you know Brian Barber in his twenty first season overall, eighteenth at. Uh, with the Warriors, he's had only one losing season. That was an 11 and 12 season uh, five years ago. He's won six sectionals and two regionals, so he's been a consistent winner. And Danville, you know, I think it could be a little bit of their um, maybe a little bit of youth and inexperience. Uh, they are a relatively young team. They do have one heavily contributing senior with six um, four Zach Callahan. But, you know, most of their best players are sophomores and juniors, led by um, 6'6", Alex Burton, who's averaging a double-double a game with um, 15.7 points and 10.7 rebounds, as well as junior point guard um, Austin Cowart, who's uh, averaging 10 points and uh, a team-high 4.9 assists, as well as a team-high 1.7 steals a game. So, you know, looking at that sectional there, uh, and certainly it helps that, that, that they host, if they can get by Park Tudor, Tudor tomorrow, then they're almost certain to beat Indianapolis Northwest, which is a fairly bad team there on on Friday. Park Tudor enters the game, by the way, with a record of 15-6. and six. And then, um, really, you look at the other side of the bracket, uh, you got Indian Creek, Beach Grove, um, Indianapolis, Washington, and Cardinal Ritter. Um, really, that's a really it's a battle... Washington is one in seventeen. The other teams are all above five hundred, so it should be Indian. Creek let's beat, let's circle uh, back real yeah. quick before sure. we get into that. Lek, uh, talk about Danville. We mentioned yeah. the three game losing streak. Really, those three first three losses, as Lex said, they were on fire, and then they lost. Their first loss of the year was to Tri West in a game we called yeah. uh, on WYRZ at the Henry's County Tournament. Uh, that was a big rivalry game. Then came back the next day in the losers bracket, uh, just played terrible against Plainfield, lost 58-40, and then lost again to Plainfield on the 10th of January. So within four days, they lost three games. 
Uh, and then obviously uh, they went on another three-game losing streak, the 21st through the 28th to Beach Grove against Tri-West again and uh, against uh, uh, McCutcheon uh, up there in Lafayette. So uh, really, you know, again, it's a team that when they hit their stride, we've seen them play multiple times, and uh, they're big. They can stretch the floor. They can shoot, but uh, just got to get some consistency and, and a little motivation. Uh, Leck, your final thoughts on that before we head over to Tri-West. Yeah, I, I agree with what you said. I mean, the thing is just – and I, th- I really think that a lot of it is psychological because if I remember correctly, they, if I remember correctly, they did not have any major injuries on the team. I think a lot of it was psychological. You know, they were riding high with that 9-0 start, and I think they just got their spirits down after they had those losing streaks. And now the main thing is just trying to get it out of their heads, start over, remember what got them off to that 9-0 start. And if they beat Park Tudor tomorrow night, then they're going to have a very good shot to get to go all the way. I mean, there were there were some good teams. You know, we we saw Cardinal Ritter last Friday at Tri West. They're a good team, but certainly not an extraordinary team. So, you know, if the if the Warriors can just get past Park Tudor, they're going to have a very good shot to to win that sectional there. And certainly, it helps playing on their home court. All right, let's. Uh, I said we're going to do Tri West. Let's head over to Cascade yeah. first. And uh, obviously a resurgent year for the cadets as Chris Dubois and company really came on strong middle of the year. Uh, they closed winning four out of their final five games. The only loss was to Plainfield and a team that could really do some damage this year in that South Putnam sectional. Yeah, that's right. Certainly uh, a cascade. They uh, 14 and eight entering this game, breaking a streak of four consecutive losing seasons. And in fact, it's only their second winning season in the last 10. So Chris Dubois, you know, uh, really with a good shot to get the cadets their first sectional championship, uh, believe it or not, in, in 11 years, uh, which and the last time they won it, it was their third in a row. They won every year from 04 to 06. The, and so um, really the big reason for their turnaround this year um, has been the emergence of 6'5 junior center Dalton Dubois, the co- coach's son, pouring in 15.7 points, 9.7 9.5 rebounds a game, but really the guy who gets overlooked a lot, uh, fairly underrated, is 6'3 senior guard Evan Birch, who's had a very quietly effective season. He doesn't get the press that a lot of the players do who are in the immediate Indianapolis area, but he is averaging 17 points a game, should be playing collegiately somewhere um, in the fall. And then um, also another quietly effective player for the cadets is uh, Evan Birch's cousin, the uh, 5'10 senior point guard Alec Alderson, who's uh, averaging 10.8 points and a team-high 3.2 assists. And Cascade, they've been pretty consistent all year. Um, For the most part, they've beaten the teams that they were supposed to beat, as well as a few they weren't supposed to. And when you look at the eight losses, it's hard to think of more than maybe two where you think, gee, they really should have won that game. So they've they've really taken care of business. They're not an exceptionally deep or talented team, but they do play very strongly as a unit. Uh, And they will take on Monrovia uh, with a record of 14-9. These two teams met earlier this year. Cascade was victorious at Monrovia. Yeah, uh, it was at Cascade. I'm sorry, at Cascade. We did that game. Yeah, that was back on December 2nd, so nearly three months ago. It was a 51-43 win for Cascade. And I'll tell you, um, you look at the, the – um, they have about seven or eight common opponents, Cascade and Monrovia do, and they've played about evenly. And, of course, the you, know, you look at their record, 14-8 versus 14-9, about, about equal. Um, the, the big thing for Monrovia – is they do have um, two of their starters are six seven sophomore Maxwell Newman, who's averaging ten point nine uh, points and ten rebounds a game, as well as six six junior 
Luke Sieber, who's averaging 11.6 points and 6.4 rebounds. So having two guys 6'7 six, uh, seven, six, seven, and 6'6, six, that could create some matchup problems inside. With Cascade really only having one starter above 6'2 or 6'3, that, of course, being Dubois. So that's going to be a little bit of a challenge. But, it, you know, they have, I'd say, probably a little better than a 50-50 chance to beat Monrovia. Then they would almost certainly beat South Putnam 6-16 um, six and 16 on Friday. The big challenge, assuming that um, Cascade gets to the, the championship game, is going to be uh, Cloverdale, who's uh, uh, almost certain to be the uh, team that gets to the championship game from the south side of the bracket. Of course, they are led by uh, Butler signee Cooper Neese as well as uh, the junior uh, Jalen Moore, also a very high-scoring guard. Those two guys pour in over 50 points a game each. And, of course, we had the pleasure of co commentating them about six or seven weeks ago out at Cascade. Yeah, he'll shoot it from anywhere, even if he's out of bounds. Yeah, I remember, you know, um, yeah, he at that must have been 35 feet or so, you know, just inside the center court line in the first couple of minutes of the game. And, um, but even so, you know, uh, even with um, – uh, and even, you know, with, with all the challenges of, you know, having nobody who's a high-level Division One prospect on Cascade, Cascade still took him down to the final play. It was uh, uh, more tipped in a um, layup there. Well, he, he put in a layup at the last second to give Cloverdale a two-point win. But certainly it would be um, – Cloverdale would have to be the favorite against Cascade. But, you know, at the same time, the um, cadets would be going for revenge. And as, as we know – painfully from what happened to the girls in their, in their sectional you know it's possible to avenge a regular season loss in the playoffs as which happened to the lady cadets against south putnam all right we're going to take a quick break here from our underwriters when we come back we will preview the tri-west bruins as well as the bethesda patriots and wrap up the show you're listening to central indiana today rob kendall here speaking with donald james from impact youth mentoring donald what is impact youth mentoring Rob, we are a not-for-profit group pairing mentors with at-risk youth in Hendricks County and developing tomorrow's leaders. How long has Impact Youth been around and how many children have been impacted? We were formed in 2011 and have impacted more than 125 kids through our mentoring and after-school tutoring services. So how can folks get involved with Impact Youth? We are always in need of some good folks who are interested in becoming a mentor for children in Hendricks County who could use mentoring. And if someone wants more information? You can find us on Facebook by searching Impact Youth Mentoring or at our website, impactyouthmentoring.org. The UPS Store Brownsburg is located at 124 East Northfield Drive in Brownsburg. Their phone number is 858-1422. The UPS Store Brownsburg can handle your printing needs, including color, large format, and business cards. They also do blueprints, mailers, and invitations. Thanks to owner Tom Reese and all the folks at the UPS Store Brownsburg for supporting community radio in Hendricks County. You're listening to Central Indiana Today. I'm Rob Kendall along with Lex Zorn. It is the, well, the beginning of a whole lot of fun for several weeks now as boys basketball sectionals across the state begin tonight. All sorts of Hendricks County teams in action. And so with that in mind, we are breaking down the draws for all of our Hendricks County schools, telling you about their seasons and what we think might happen. We've got two schools left to go. And, well, we didn't save the best for last, but I think we saved them for next to last. So <laughs> having covered high school basketball in Hendricks County for 15 years now, it seems odd to say, but Tri-West, as we saw in the Hendricks County Tournament, 
above and away the best team in all of Hendricks County. We saw them, in fact, last Friday night. Yes. Uh, they enter with a whole lot of horsepower. They draw the bye, and uh, I think many people would be shocked if Tri-West not only doesn't win the sectional, but isn't playing for a state championship when it's all said and done. Well, th- that certainly could be the case, and they got an extremely favorable draw in the sectional. It's an eight-team sectional there at Greencastle. They're the only team that got the first-round bye, and in fact, only one other school in the sectional has a winning record. That's, you know, Crawfordsville, who is uh, Tri-West's likely semifinal opponent on Friday, uh, assuming the Athenians beat Greencastle, the host team tonight, Greencastle only being 8-14. and 14. On the other side of the bracket, Lebanon is the most likely to um, get to the championship game. They're 12-12 12 and 12 and, you know, have had some good moments. But other than that, you know, you've got Western Boone at 6-16, six and 16, Frankfurt, the Hot Dogs at 6-17, and 17, and North Montgomery at 8-14. and 14. So really, as long as TriWest goes out and you know plays their game, you know as long as they they show up and you know play to their potential, they they should be fine. They've been the most consistently good team in the county all season long. They entered the game with a record of twenty and three, ranked number eight in the state in Class Three A. Their three losses were um, they, they lost seventy eight sixty two to Beach Grove on December thirtieth, and then oddly, their you know their other two losses were. Uh, at home on consecutive days, the on January thirteenth, um, till um, Lebanon, Lebanon, yeah, and then um, they lost to Lebanon in, in overtime, and they lost the the, the next day uh, in a two point game as well. So certainly they they would like to get revenge against Lebanon in the championship game. It looks like there's a good chance that'll happen. But I think the fact they did lose to Lebanon means they would take the Tigers seriously. Yeah, and uh, obviously the big news with Tri West is they do enter the game twenty and three. Peyton Hendershot has missed the last couple games their star due to an injury. But uh, Watson, man, as we saw forty plus points the other night, so they can certainly step up uh, if the need if the need arises if he's uh, if Hendershot's unable to go. Yeah, you know Tyler Watson, he leads the team, and he's only a, he's he's a six foot junior by the way uh so he's going to be back another year also a very good running back with the football team in fact the uh, many of the uh, tri-west uh, basketball players are also on the football team um as is very common all right running yeah. short on time let's head over to bethesda real quick Leck. uh what are the, the the bethesda patriots the 1a school for years and years weren't in the in the ncaa in the ihsaa and uh now they are a part of that what do they have in store for them well um you know they're the, the uh, Patriots finished the season with a record of 19-4, and four, ranked number 10 in the state in Class 1A, and they're playing in the university sectional uh, up at University High School, which for those of you who don't know, which I did not actually, is in Carmel. And uh, their first game uh, tomorrow should be uh, should be a win. Um, they Well, actually tonight, excuse me, and, and they play in a few minutes against um, the International School of Indiana, the Griffins, one of the most interesting names here in the state. Um, uh, International is 11-11, and 11, and assuming Bethesda Christian wins that game, they will be playing on Friday against Indiana Def, obviously a game that um, the Bethesda should win. And that would set up um, most likely a very good uh, matchup on Saturday against um, Indianapolis Tindley, who's ranked number three in the state in class um class 3a with uh, excuse me the indian indianapolis tindley is ranked number three in the state in class 1a with a record of 17 and 5 and you know rob we commentated bethesda christian against um cascade just a few weeks ago and one thing that really impressed me about bethesda christian while they did not have anybody on the team who was great 
everybody was was at least decent. You know, you get a lot of those three hundred student schools like Bethesda Christian is, and a lot of times they have maybe two guys who look like they really belong on a high school varsity team. But with Bethesda Christian, everybody on the team what was who they put out there could play, and astonishingly they have um, they have eight players averaging at least five points a game. They're probably the only 1A team in the school who that's the case with. So All right, the, well, their depth run, certainly helps. Running very short on time, but real quick, I'm going to take Brownsburg to get out of their sectional, Tri-West to get out of their sectional, and Bethesda to get out of theirs. What say you? Yeah, I, I agree. I think that, um, yeah, I look for Brownsburg to pull out the championship in what I think is going to be a very competitive matchup. I think they'll probably uh, beat Terre Haute South in the championship. I give them a, I give Brownsburg a slight edge over Plainfield in that uh, semifinal game. Uh, Tri-West should, should be a cakewalk. I think uh, Bethesda Christian will probably fall a little short to Tindley. I think uh, Cascade will get to the championship game of, their, of the um, South Putnam sectional and lose to... Um, lose to... Um, Cloverdale. Cloverdale, yeah, and then I look for Danville to squeak out a win in theirs in their sectional and get back on track. All right, Leck, thanks, great job as always. Really appreciate it. Oh, thanks, no problem. Hey, don't forget if you missed any part of today's preview show, you can go back and listen anytime you want. We're on SoundCloud and iTunes. Just search Central Indiana today. You can download the show right to your smartphone or tablet. Go back and listen anytime you want. As always, our podcast presented by McDonald's. Stick around. Coming up in just a little bit, high school basketball sectional style. Coming up right here on ninety. 8.9 WIRZ. Until next time, I'm Rob Kendall saying have yourself a great evening. You've been listening to the Kevin Kersey Agency presents Central Indiana Today on 98.9 WIRZ. Made possible by the Kevin Kersey Agency, 701 North Green Street in Brownsburg. An archive of today's program can be heard at our website, wirz.org. Tune in next time for another edition of the Kevin Kersey Agency presents Central Indiana Today with your host, Rob Kendall. This podcast of Central Indiana Today is brought to you by Figment 2 McDonald's. Stop by any of their stores in Avon, Brownsburg, Danville Speedway, and 10th Street next to Ben Davis High School for great specials, including the two for $2.50 and two for $5. They also have all-day breakfast items, which now include biscuits and McGriddles. And coming soon to the Danville location, Wednesdays will be family night. Figment 2 McDonald's is a proud supporter of Central Indiana Today and WYRZ 98.9. Hello, this is Kevin Kersey. Since 1968, our family has been helping customers with their insurance needs. We provide insurance coverage for life, home, auto, and recreational vehicles. We are located at 701 North Green Street in Brownsburg, and our phone number is 317-286-3481. The Kevin Kersey Agency can also be found on Facebook at The Kevin Kersey Agency or at our website, www.farmersagent.com forward slash kkersey. The Kevin Kersey Agency is a proud member of the Farmers Insurance Group. Hey, Hendricks County, this is radio and TV commentator Abdul Hakim Shabazz, the editor and publisher of IndiePolitics.org. It's a place where smart Hoosiers get their news. Although the state house is just a few miles away, we know sometimes it can seem like a million miles. But you know what? When it comes to issues like road funding, schools, putting more Hoosiers to work, and fighting the drug epidemic, those issues hit close to home. That's why we want you to bookmark IndiePolitics.org. At IndiePolitics.org, we bring you in-depth, comprehensive coverage of the big issues faced in Indiana. And we also bring you Indiana's newsmakers in their entirety. And here's what's even better doesn't cost you a thing. So pay us a visit, indiepolitics.org. It's where smart Hoosiers get their news. 
Hi, this is Billy Joe with Three Dimensions Salon, inviting you to come see us at 729 North Green Street, Suite D in Brownsburg. At Three Dimensions, we believe life isn't about finding yourself, it's about creating yourself. Three Dimensions has an awesome array of services, including designer cuts, highlights, and color blending. We are now taking appointments. Find out for yourself the difference we can make by calling 317-852-5577. Get more information about Three Dimensions Salon by liking our Facebook page. This is Amanda Johnson with Wiley's Brownsburg. Wiley's is a locally owned ice cream shop located at 1022 East Main Street in Brownsburg. We offer delicious ice cream cones, sundaes, shakes, malts, and bubble tea. Wiley's is open Sunday through Thursday, 1230 to 9 Friday and Saturday, 12 to 9.30. More information about our flavors and specialty Sundays can be found on our Facebook page or Instagram account by searching Wiley's Brownsburg. Wiley's is a proud supporter of Central Indiana Today. Go Bulldogs! This is Jody Harley with Brownsburg Academy. Brownsburg Academy provides child care for families with classes focusing on child development. Brownsburg Academy provides daily activity reports, progress reports, and monthly newsletters to parents. Our hours of operations are 6 a.m. to 6.30 p.m. Brownsburg Academy is located at 685 Patrick Place. More information can be found at brownsburgacademy.com or by calling 317-858-8033. This is Dave Thomas for TNT Tax. TNT Tax is a local small business that performs tax preparation for personal and sole proprietor businesses as well as LLCs. My wife and I have been preparing taxes together in our family-owned business for 25 years. TNT Tax is located at 5389 Rockville Road, Suite 900 in Indianapolis. Our phone number is 317-244-7900. The UPS Store Brownsburg is located at 124 East Northfield Drive in Brownsburg. Their phone number is 858-1422. The UPS Store Brownsburg can handle your printing needs, including color, large format, and business cards. They also do blueprints, mailers, and invitations. Thanks to owner Tom Reese and all the folks at the UPS Store Brownsburg for supporting community radio in Hendricks County. Rob Kendall here, speaking with Donald James from Impact Youth Mentoring. Donald, what is Impact Youth Mentoring? Rob, we are a not-for-profit group pairing mentors with at-risk youth in Hendricks County and developing tomorrow's leaders. How long has Impact Youth been around and how many children have been impacted? We were formed in 2011 and have impacted more than 125 kids through our mentoring and after-school tutoring services. So how can folks get involved with Impact Youth? We are always in need of some good folks who are interested in becoming a mentor for children in Hendricks County who could use mentoring. And if someone wants more information... You can find us on Facebook by searching Impact Youth Mentoring or at our website, impactyouthmentoring.org. Indiana Family Dentistry is located at 505 North Green Street in Brownsburg. Dr. Will Hine practices general and cosmetic dentistry with services ranging from veneers and whitening to implants and complete smile restorations. Indiana Family Dentistry's phone number is 852-5999 and website is infamilydentistry.com. Indiana Family Dentistry is a proud supporter of Hendricks County and Community Radio.